Could you, like, shut your mouth, please? Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Shut Your Mouth, Please podcast. This is episode two of season two, and I'm here with my husband, Jacob. Hi, it's me again. Uh, I had him introduce himself last season when he was a guest, I think, so we'll kind of skip over that. Um, If you missed it, go check out that episode. There was one with just us and one with us and our friend Zach, if you're interested. Um, Today's episode is going to be us talking about long-distance relationships, because for those of y'all who don't know, we were long distance for like two and a half, three years of our relationship, including our entire engagement. So it was an interesting time. Um, but before we get into that, we'll start with the question of the day, which is, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? And this comes the week after Thanksgiving. So I felt like it was pretty, pretty oh, perfect. on brand. So what's I, yours? I definitely have an answer. Uh, rolls. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know if that's controversial. But like I, you know, I like ham. I like, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty good with most Thanksgiving food. But rolls are just where it's at. Can we specify that I make homemade rolls, and I think that's probably part of it. Well, yeah, but I just I like all bread. That's true. It's a I I wouldn't say it's a, a character flaw of mine, <laughs> but I I love all kinds of bread. I think that the bread that I make definitely sets the bar a little high though. It like is. it's not just like Hawaiian rolls that are cold out of the package. It is. It also helps. These were like the best ones she'd ever made too that were this Thanksgiving. So it was we we had a whole plastic bag and I kept them <laughs> next to my chair all weekend. Yeah, I'm getting better with age. Yeah. Um my favorite is kind of more sentimental. It is um chicken and cornbread dressing. Because my granddad has made that every year since I can remember. Like, that's just a thing that we have at Thanksgiving that he makes every year. Um, And, like, he makes it all from scratch. He makes the cornbread. He boils a whole chicken. Then he uses the broth from that. Like, it's it's his whole process. And through the years, like, as I got older, he let me help him with different steps of that. Like, he'd let me crumble up the cornbread or help him shred the chicken off the bone. Like, it was just... It's just the thanksgiving memory for me i thought for sure you were gonna say green bean casserole i do like green bean casserole but only when it's really good i don't know this year the one that i made i didn't like that much i think it's because i made it in the crock pot and the green beans on top didn't stay crispy okay i like the crispy the crispy onions that's what i meant the french fried onions that stay crispy gotcha she, yeah. Last year, she was really upset because she did not save her green bean casseroles. Um, yeah, I put everything in the fridge and accidentally left that on the counter all night, and I was a sad girl. She was she was distraught. This year, my two faves were the dressing and um, sweet potato casserole, though. Those were, like, the two things I had left over every day until they were gone. <laughs> Surprisingly, I actually liked the turkey this year. She did a really good job. Yeah. Um, I usually, I'm not a turkey person. No, but we live in the South now, so we have options like flavor injectors (laughs) for our turkey. (laughs) So that helped. Um, But yeah, hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving. And um, Thanksgiving was one of the like main things that he got to come home for when we were long distance. Um, Sometimes we would see each other like once a month. But sometimes we didn't see each other for, like, three, four months. But, like, the holidays, he was always home for. Because um, I guess we'll just kind of get into our story of long distance. When we started 
going into a long distance relationship, we are high school sweethearts. So we had been together for two years before we ever started a long distance relationship because he moved off for school and I stayed um, home to go to community college. So, um, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your experience, what you did? Uh, sure. Just pertaining to the relationship or, like, how it was to... Either one. Whatever you want to get into. away. So, well, first of all, the experience of moving away, uh, is bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, because you, you know, you go to a new place, and I moved... Ten hours away from where I'd grown up, I'd spent like yeah, ninety nine percent of my life yeah uh, there, and I moved away. You know, my parents came, she came, uh, and they dropped me off down here, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was pretty cool. Uh, but then, you know, obviously, eventually they left. Yeah, and, we you know, we stayed a week. And then we left, and the day that we left him here alone was two days before our two-year anniversary. Yeah. And that was hard, <laughs> but continue. Yeah. It was, yeah, like I said, bizarre. When you kind of just are left on your own for the first time, and it's, you know, nobody's coming over. Um, you yeah. know, you're not expecting anything to happen. It's just, this is you. This is what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, can we say you also grew up in a very structured like home like you guys had chores you guys had things that you had to do on the daily like yeah it's not that you never had any freedom but you also had like structured things to do everybody kind of had their like you know their tasks i would do you know me and my brother had halves of the dishwasher that we had to unload and we'd load it when it got empty yeah he grew up on a farm so they had like farm chores to do like it Not was, so much during the school year, but during the summer, yeah, we'd we'd go out and repair barbed wire fences, and you know, we we had a a little garden, kind of a well, almost a field, but it yeah. was a, a large garden that me and my brother and sister all took care of. Most of it, well, up until the last couple summer, we did not do a good job the last couple summers that I was home. That's okay. Uh, and then they stopped <laughs> doing it after I, I left. Yeah. Wait, no, they, I think they did it last year. I think they did too, yeah. But, so, yeah, he went from, like, super structured, like, has someone, like, checking up, making sure he's getting stuff done, making sure he's, like, getting dinners made for him because he's doing chores during the day or working during the day or whatever, going to school, to just, like, totally alone. (laughs) Yeah. And not knowing anybody. The closest people that we know down here still... Because we're, we live now kind of close to where he moved then. The closest people we know here are still, like, an hour away. And it's, like, my aunt's, like, family. Yeah. So it's it's not, like, super close kin or anything yeah. either. So it's it's weird. And especially for him at the time. Like, he... Oh, yeah. They just dropped me off. Yeah. And obviously, like, he knew that if he had an emergency, he could call them. But other than that... Yeah. He didn't just like drop in on them or anything. No, there were no, there was never an emergency uh, bad enough that I had to drop in and get emergency help. Right. Uh, I had to call AAA once because the battery on my car died. But yeah, um, he had kind of series of, series of unfortunate events. Oh yeah. 
with it, different aspects of living here. Yeah, but especially during the summer, it got super hot, and the AC did not work. So a lot, like not a lot, but it would go out every once in a while. Yeah, I'd say at least. So one good thing though is that we left you here alone on july 1st and your program for school started on like the fifth or sixth yeah it started on the third so you had no that was a sunday i remember was it yeah our anniversary was on a sunday because i went to church alone and cried in the pew i'm sorry (laughs) yeah it was really hard but it's fine um but that was probably good for you because you had like some structure pretty soon yeah like it wasn't just absolutely nothing yeah, it and wasn't he met like a, some people it wasn't a month of downtime where it was like i'm just here yeah and he like met some people and like then you had other people that if something like really went wrong you could have called like a classmate yeah. to give you a lift to school or yeah whatever but um is that all do you want to say anything else about your personal experience like with being away from me or your family or anything um I don't know. That that was all I, that came to mind immediately. Maybe yeah. I'll think of more. So my experience, like I said, two days after we left you was our anniversary. I, like, cried at church. Um, a couple of my friends at church, like, sat with me and took me to lunch and made sure I was okay. But um, I definitely cried a lot at first. Um, it was really hard. But luckily, his parents, and particularly his mother... Um, was good about, like, wanting to go see him, or he was good about coming home. Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure we made our first trip down to see you in August, like, the middle of August. So It wasn't that long after I moved down It wasn't that long. And that was one thing that I think we were good about, was always knowing the next time we would see each other. Usually. Up until it came to the point where we, like, couldn't control it with the pandemic. Yeah. So our timeline for long distance was he started school in July of 2016, Mm -hmm. I think. And then he was in school until November of 2018, right? Yes. Yes, because then you were home for a year in 2019 just working your odd jobs here and there where you could until you got like a job in your career field mm-hmm. and then you moved back here yes at in like january 3rd of 2020 yeah very beginning of 2020 <laughs> yeah so we were long distance for a long time and then we got married august 1st of 2020 yeah. and that ended our long distance was just me moving here with him <laughs> so we went yeah. like from zero to 100 mm-hmm. with our relationship basically because we kind just of. we just like couldn't see each other ever um well i proposed to you at the end of where i was leaving living at home and about to leave well, for, yeah uh, yeah but then we had a pandemic yeah and i couldn't come visit yeah so i like had to do wedding stuff alone basically yeah. you he did get to come home for like our bridal shower like yeah. our big big both families big bridal shower but i mean you know he couldn't come home to like yeah it was all i could come in to work for um well there were there were like weekly things that had to be done but training days for staff basically yeah pretty much but uh if we traveled out of state then we had to quarantine for like (laughs) i think they said three weeks yeah so if i had gone home then that would be you know i couldn't do anything 
Yeah, so, like I said, when we were long distance, when we were just dating, um, I think we saw each other pretty much month and a half, three months, something like that. Like, we, we saw each other in August, and then again in September, and then I don't know if we did in October or not, but you came home for Thanksgiving, and then yeah. you were home for Christmas, and then you were home for, like, Valentine's Day, or we, or we came here to New Orleans or something. Like... The longest span that I remember when we were just dating of not seeing each other was from, like, that New... 2018? Well, no, it was that New Orleans trip Uh to that May. So that was, like, beginning of February to, like, mid-May. So that's, like, three and a half months, one year that we didn't see each other. Yeah. um, When we were just dating, not when we were engaged. Um we did a lot of FaceTime dates because yeah. <laughs> he couldn't just come home for my birthday. He couldn't just come home for every Valentine's Day, every anniversary because, I mean, just yeah. his school, he was busy. and yeah, it's a, It was a, it's a 20-hour round trip. And he was driving it alone. Yeah. Or he could take a train, which is random because we're in America, but it also was just not not yeah. the best trip on a train. Well, the, even if I took the train, it would still be a two-hour drive to get to the train station. Yeah. And then somebody would have to come pick me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And sometimes the train would run late or it yeah. would come early, and oh. it was just unreliable and hard. It was. So um, he is a very good man, and he made the drive alone <laughs> so many times. Oh so much. Um, and I'll never forget one day, oh, his his dad came up to me and he was like, yeah, you know, he's just here for you, right? And I'll, I guess it had never occurred to me that you were just coming home to see me until then. It wasn't just for you, but I definitely would not have come home as much if we weren't dating. Yeah. I would have still come for holidays and stuff, but, you know, I would come home for, you know, every long weekend I got. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, which weren't. I mean, it was, it's pretty much just like every other college. You, you get a long weekend for, like, Labor Day. Yeah. You get a long weekend for, like, Thanksgiving. You yeah. get, like, half a week for fall break. At least that's how, like, all schools here in the South yeah. work. So, yeah. Um, we did a lot of FaceTiming. Uh-huh. Um, we would do FaceTime dates. Yeah. For, like, Valentine's Day, we'd both cook or get food and then just, like, eat together over yeah, FaceTime. Yeah, set up our phones on the table <laughs> and kind of talk and eat. Yeah. So, um, it was hard. I, I feel like, um, I come from a military family. And so, um, my grandmother, who they raised me, she and my granddad, she had experienced my granddad going to, like, Korea for 18 months and, like, writing letters back and forth. And that was their only communication. So, in a way, I was, like lucky to be around people who understood even worse (laughs) than what we had it you know because we could just facetime whenever he had free time um and it's not like he was at basic where we couldn't talk to each other ever and like he never had a phone or it was a lot easier than some couples have to do it and my grandma understood and so like (laughs) when when i didn't like go make plans with friends because that was a pretty lonely period for me like I feel like I didn't really I was kind of in between like friend circles and like I was just spending a lot of time alone and she was good about like not pushing me to like you need to get out you need to go do this stuff because she got it um so that was helpful but other than that 
I don't really think I got much advice from anybody about like long distances, hard, here's how to handle it. Other than like online forums that you look up when you're like, I feel alone in this. Who <laughs> who else has been through this? This sucks. So um, I, if I had to tell someone like advice for long distance, it really would be to communicate how you're feeling with the other person because number one, if you don't tell them, they don't know. And that was a lesson I really had to learn. Yeah, that's not just for long distance. That's just general relationship advice. Yeah, that goes for both parties. If you never, if you don't tell them, you know how you feel or that you're unhappy about something, nothing's ever gonna change. If you put on a brave face and you pretend like everything's fine, you know, and you're like, oh no, it's fine. When they ask you what's wrong, yeah, they're gonna think, oh, okay, well, I guess it's something unrelated. But I feel like it's even more important with long distance because it's not like you're hanging out four days a week and you can tell when something's off. That's true. Like, you you have to tell them, like, I wish you would be FaceTiming me more often or I wish that, I don't know, I wish that we would, like, maybe we'll start writing letters to each other. Or like, however, uh, we have different love languages and however you and your partner, like, receive and give love you guys need to work that out in a way that it works with long distance and if yours is physical touch i'm so sorry (laughs) good luck (laughs) yeah maybe like buy his kind of like cologne or deodorant and just (laughs) i don't know spray it on a pillow and pretend you can snuggle i don't know (laughs) that would be hard but um yeah my again just advice um see each other as much as you can I always liked having the next date, like, or the next general idea of when I knew I would see you. Yeah. Because I feel like I had something to look forward to and it didn't feel as endless. Yeah. As long as uh, the, whenever I would go back, uh, the the goodbyes were always less sad when it was like, yep, I'm coming home in a month and a half. Yeah. I'm going to be home that weekend for three days. And I religiously kept track of his academic calendar. Yeah. Because I was like... She still I, keeps better track of the academic calendar than I do. <laughs> I do. But I was like I, need to, like, I need to know for my sanity when the next break is. And, like, he was in a program that, like, they don't really get summer breaks. They no. don't really get, like, crazy long breaks, winter break, usually. Or they didn't when he was in school. And so I didn't have, like, oh, I have two months with him when he comes home for summer to look forward to. It was, like, I get two days. Yeah. He takes a summer <laughs> course in summer. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, it made you get done to school faster. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard. Long distance is hard. It is. And then, like we said, he came home for a year. Um, and that wasn't, like, the worst time in our lives or relationship, but it was kind of hard because he was just trying to get into his career field and applying for jobs all the time. Neither of us were really where we wanted to be in our lives. No, I was working retail. You were working odd jobs, and then at the end, you worked retail. Yeah. And, um... Which is not fun. Props to all the people out there that work retail and enjoy it. Yeah. Not me. Not, Not for me, either. I really... I hate Which customer I worked, service. I worked customer service, and he worked in, like, the stock room and, like, yeah. stocking, but he had to do some, like, customer interaction. I still had to talk to people. Yeah. And, the, and we both worked Black Friday that year. Oh, <laughs> the, 
it's it, it feels like the average intelligence of a of a person shopping is like <laughs> fifty. It's really really uh, bad. It's 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 something, and um so yeah, it was not the best year either that year, and we definitely saw each other a lot more. Like when he was, he had in like a night shift job when I was working retail for most of that year, and so he would like come have dinner with me like when I would have my lunch break because I worked like the evening shift at my job so he would be like awake for the day yeah. and have like a like three four hours before he had to go to work mm-hmm. and I'd meet her for lunch too yeah so we were both like making a little money not making like a ton of money and yeah. and with his career field like 12 months is pretty average to get your entry level position right depending that's what it just really depends yeah and so we like kind of expected it to take a few months but we were hopeful that it wouldn't but then it did (laughs) sometimes it's like you know you get a job right out of school sometimes yeah i i know a guy that i graduated with that still has not found a job yeah or well has stopped looking i guess yeah it's been a little bit since i've talked to him so yeah, we had that one year, and then um, a job here where we are now, back where he went to a school in this area, a job opening came up, and he applied, and he knew the people that like were running it at the time, and um, was able to interview, and they liked him, and he got the job. The rest is history. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> you, <laughs> he got the job in um, December of yeah. 2019, and so like, like the day before Christmas. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't the week though, right? Mm, no, because you and your dad came down here and like scoped out apartments and signed your contracts and everything like two weeks before Christmas. Oh, or like a it week before. It. It I feel like, like it was a, the day before something. It was December fifteenth. I remember <laughs> when it was. Okay, wow. It was like a couple of days before I went to Boston with one of my friends. Okay, to because we were flying out to Boston and I couldn't come with you to look at stuff here because yeah. I like couldn't take extra days off work because I had that, and then. Um, we got engaged between Christmas and New Year's of that year. I want to say like December 27th. Uh Um, and then January came and I was going to Europe from January 9th to the 22nd and Mm -hmm. he had to move here on January 3rd. So I also couldn't come to help him move. (laughs) So he comes and moves. I go to Europe two weeks after I get back, the world shuts down. Yeah. Um, and no, you you were able so like Italy started shutting down then because you were able to come home in February once because we got engagement photos done and oh, we like yeah. celebrated Valentine's Day like a week late or something, and then in March because we had been planning like oh yeah he'll come home we can like do wedding planning stuff and then we couldn't yeah <laughs> and at this point we were like planning a wedding. And we both, we had been together for five and a half years at this point. So we were like, we're not going to push off our wedding. Like, I really don't want to stay long distance longer than we already have. Um, Especially as the pandemic went on and as we were apart for longer and longer and longer and longer. And that one was very hard because that one had no end in sight. Yeah. The only end in sight for us was our wedding day at that point. And 
we like we had to change a bunch of stuff we had to uninvite like our cousins to yeah, our wedding which felt pretty bad but it, we had had to be done i mean the regulations at the time were so strict for for gatherings yeah we really didn't have a choice um but again we weren't like gonna cancel our wedding because by the time we got married, like, our six-year anniversary had just passed. And luckily, that was the weekend that we did our bridal shower that you came home for. Mm. But I want I want to be um, very clear. The first time I saw this apartment was the day I moved my stuff in. <laughs> like, I... It was a very unconventional situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, his dad like drove me and a U-Haul packed with my all of my stuff ten hours to move uh-huh. in here, and then we drove up. We got our marriage license the next day, and then we got married. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's like the rest is history. But it was kind of awful not seeing each other through our engagement. Yeah, unconventional movement for an unconventional time. Yeah, and luckily, we, like, didn't have to do a lot of marriage counseling or anything. Like, we've always been pretty mature and solid and able to work through our our stuff and our relationship without needing intervention, I guess. But um, we would have had to, like, FaceTime marriage counseling if we'd really needed a lot, I guess. Um, The only thing that our officiant wanted to do with us really was, like, go through a budget and, like, make sure that we were going to stay afloat. Yeah. (laughs) Because he was, like, he he had known both of us forever. He's known him since he was, like, a kid. So he was, like, I I think you guys (laughs) have got this marriage thing um, figured out. I think you'll be okay. And, yeah, long distance, man. Yeah. I, I've i said it was hard for me. I assume it was hard for you. Well, yeah. It, I was... So, it was a very lonely time for you. It was also a, a really lonely time for me. I know. I... So... I, w- I, I wouldn't say I didn't have any friends. I Obviously, I made friends. But there was... I don't know. I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't really have any close friends to really spend time with. Yeah, he had he met like a, I would say acquaintances more than friends. Like, yeah, well, it was, I'd, it call, was, I'd call a few of them friends, but it, but the the person that was I was probably closest with lived, you know, a couple hours away. Yeah, and would just commute to yeah. school. Yeah, and he would commute to school, so it's not like you know, hey, let's go hang out tonight. Yeah, and I was I was on a a budget budget. Yeah, that that (laughs) college student budget. Yeah, so I could not, uh, you know, I didn't exactly have the financial freedom to go out and meet people. He was living on that bagel bite and Domino's once a week. Yeah. The cheap Domino's pizza once a week budget. (laughs) I'd get like a $10 pizza once a week, and other than that, I'm making sandwiches and eating bagel bites and Hot Pockets. Ham steak. (laughs) Ham steak. Ooh, ham steak was very nice. (laughs) Because where he lived, he didn't have like the finest kitchen to prepare food in either no i didn't have very many options and so it was just yeah Uh, and that's why i feel like i tried to not complain much about me feeling lonely when you were away because i knew that you had it a lot worse than i did because i was there with my family and your family and our friends and you were just here alone yeah i mean no i i understand how it's lonely both ways but uh yeah, it was pretty pretty awful being down here. <laughs> yeah. 
And it wasn't a situation um, where I could just, like, drive down here by myself and see him. Um, just because we come from pretty conservative families and no one would have been cool with that. Yeah. So I just, we just, like, couldn't see each other. Um, and I was also a very scared girl and yeah. i don't think i would have driven think, the 10 hours alone if everybody had been okay with her driving down to see me by herself i don't think she would have made the drive i might have got the gall to take the train by myself but i don't yeah. think i would have driven it alone i don't think so either. even now i hate driving it yeah. with you she she did make the drive by herself uh twice yeah done twice, twice. Yeah, um, once was because my sister had a wreck, and so I went up to help her with her kids for a week, and the other time was it was my birthday week, and I wanted to go, like, see my family yeah. for part of it, and, and then I came home for my actual birthday with you. Um, and now, we're kind of in this situation where we are here, and that's great, but we're also so far away from our families and everyone yeah. else that we love. And so that's also really hard. Moving away from your hometown, it has a lot of pros. There are also some cons. Yeah. <laughs> and missing missing family and stuff is a big con for us. Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, we have little nieces and a nephew that we would love to go see and, like, play with all the time, but we can't, and that's sad. It especially because... They're getting to the age where they, like, ask about us. Yeah. And it's it's just really heartbreaking to not be able to just drive up and go get them for the day and spend time with them. But, um, yeah, it kind of goes both ways because we were really sad when we were apart from each other, but now we're kind of sad that we're not with our families either. Yeah. Um, so hopefully in the next year or two we get to move a little closer to them. Yeah. But yeah, that's our that's our long distance episode. Do you have anything else to add? You look like you want to say something. Uh, I mean, I could give some advice. Sure, I guess. give some advice. Uh, if you're going to be in a long distance relationship, um, it's obviously going to be hard. But as long as you're you both want to stay together mm-hmm. and you're both committed to the relationship, then. I feel like there's a 100% success rate of people that want to stay in a relationship together. Yeah, that is one big thing is that you have to be on the same page of like we're both just yeah. as committed to each other and staying together. Yeah. It sounds it sounds dumb to say it out loud, but seriously, if you if you don't want to be together, it won't work out, and if you do want to be together, you'll find a way to make it work out. Yeah, like FaceTime dates on anniversaries. Exactly. <laughs> like that was hard, but it was and we did it cuz yeah. we wanted to. Yeah, but yeah, you definitely have to be on the same wavelength there. Like, one person can't want it more than the other one. Because if someone isn't trying in a long-distance relationship, it's really going to show. And I'm sure there were days where, like, one of us did better than the other. Like, just, like, mental health issues kind of thing. Where, like, one of us would be like, I don't have it in me to socialize right now and the other one was like but i want to <laughs> or something so like <laughs> that doesn't change after you get married by the uh, way no it, it doesn't but you've got to take it day by day for sure but also look at the big picture yeah because the days the days are really hard um but you'll find that time goes by faster i feel like especially when you do have that end date of like we're gonna see each other yeah then and then looking back, it doesn't... I mean, obviously, it, it's a long time. But it doesn't seem that bad looking back. No, it doesn't. Um, 
and we were long distance for like half of our relationship when you think about it, which Almost. is pretty... At this point, it's less than half. Well, but... yeah, but, like, at the time that we got married, yeah, it was, like, it was half, half of our relationship. So, um, we we definitely have a good perspective, I feel like, because we had, like, a regular in-person and then, like, a long-distance experience yeah. also. Um, I really, I really don't think long-distance is that much harder than any other relationship. It just has different challenges. Would you agree? I'd agree. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just all of it's hard. You just have to choose the person that you want to have hard times with, really. That's what it all comes down to, is making sure that the person that you're in the relationship with is, like, the good one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And is actually going to stick through it with you. Yeah. So, yep, that is all I have. And you gave your advice, so... Thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed Jacob being back on. He will probably be back on for another episode or two this season. And, yeah, if you're in a long-distance relationship, stick it out. Hope it works out for you. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later.